My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 124. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, today's episode is all about surrounding yourself with the right people to help you grow in your business. And we're talking about people that will be cautious with you and those that will cheer you on and those that will fuel you with inspiration and ideas, as well as connect you with the people that you really need to be connected with. Now, it's so important to have the right people in your business so that you don't feel like everything is on you to make it happen. So when you feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders with your business and you feel alone, that likely means that you just don't have the right people and they don't have to be in your business. They just need to be part of your inner circle to really help you when you need it. So this is an important episode for anybody who ever feels like they might be a little bit alone as they build their online business, which I know is so many of you because I've talked to so many of my students and those that listen to my podcasts that say sometimes it gets a little bit lonely running an online business. I totally get it. So that's why I wanted to invite my good friend, Christy Wright, to the show to talk about these four support roles to help you grow and build your business. Now, Christy is a leading entrepreneurial expert and stellar business coach. And I know her because she invited me to speak on stage at an event called the Business Boutique. Now, the Business Boutique is geared toward women who are starting or growing a business, whether it be with physical products, services, or online programs and products and services as well. And I got to speak on stage two times now this year, and I'm doing it one more time in Nashville in November. And Christy heads up this entire event. It is a stellar event, and she brings in a lot of cool speakers. So at the end, we'll talk about the event if anybody's interested. But really what I wanted to do is bring Christy on the show and talk about these different roles. And I want you to ask yourself as we go through each role, do I have this person in my business? And if not, where can I find them? And we're also going to talk about having somebody in your inner circle that maybe is bringing you down and what to do about that. 
So we've got a great episode for you today. I won't make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and jump in. Christy, thanks so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. We loved having you at the Business Boutique events. We're so excited you're going to be back this fall. It's going to be so fantastic. I love Nashville, so I'm really extra looking forward to it. So I can't wait to be there. And since that's coming up, I thought I've got to have you on my show because you talk about so many important topics when it comes to building your business. So before we get into the topic on hand today, tell my listeners a little bit about who you are, what you're about. I want them to kind of get more familiar with you in your own words. Absolutely. Well, I'm a certified business coach and I really love helping women start side and small businesses. And so that's what the business boutique is about. And we really equip women to make money doing what they love. And Amy, I'll tell you, in my experience, I've done research for several years. There are some very unique pain points that women have in starting a side or small business. And so we really try to come alongside them and give them the answers they need, the tools they need, but also just the advice and encouragement that they need to go out and win. And I'm sure you've experienced that from being at the event, but it's both application of the business stuff, but also just a lot of fun to encourage them to go out there and do the thing. It really is inspiring. Definitely. And you are a natural with this topic, like just all things, starting (laughs) a business, you. you, and you're so transparent and honest about all of your struggles within your journey and things that come up and things related to your family and in the business world and how sometimes it all meshes together. So it's really fun watching you on stage. And when I came across you talking about these roles that you need in your business, I thought this would be a perfect conversation for my audience because one thing I learned from Tony Robbins is that you've got to surround yourself with the right people in order to keep moving forward. But one thing that Tony said a lot was to surround yourself with people that are doing bigger and better things than you so you can aspire to that. But that's not the only role that you need in your business to feel totally supported. So I wanted to run through these four with you if you're cool with that. Absolutely. would love to. Okay, great. So I have a list of them, but I'd love for you to kind of dive into them. And then I've got some specific questions related to each of the roles. So the first role I've heard you talk about is the connected role. Tell me about that one. Well, this is the person that knows someone who knows someone who knows someone and everyone knows someone like that. <laughs> yeah, It's the person that has so many connections. And what's so great about having that connected role in your life is that they can really help open up doors and open up opportunities for you. Because when you're starting a small business, you wear every hat, you do everything yourself, and you're just bootstrapping the thing to get it off the ground. But the truth is, if you want to take your business to where you want it to be, you're going to need help to get you there. And so that connected person can be a great relationship that can connect you with people that might have services or products or resources that can help you, especially when you're getting started out. So it's a really important relationship to have in your life. Okay. So tell me this, when you have this person in your life, sometimes I feel like I don't have a lot to offer them. Like I don't see myself as being really connected. I'm not the person everyone calls to say, do you have someone to do this? Or do you have someone to do that? But I do have some people in my life that are that person. So sometimes I feel a little bit guilty because I don't have anything to offer them back in that respect. Well, that's a great point. And I will tell you just to rest your mind at ease, because here's the thing about the connected person. The connected person loves being the connected person. They just get fulfillment out of connecting you with other people. So it's actually fulfilling to them for them to be able to meet needs. That's the reason that you could say, man, I really wish I could have an awesome website. And they say, hey, I know someone that's a graphic designer. I'll put you in touch with them. I'll make the call right now. They do that so willingly because they love being connected and they love meeting that need. 
Gotcha. And I'm guessing it depends on your business in terms of this person, kind of who they're connected to. Yeah, it's interesting because really it can just be a matter of you putting yourself out there. So it depends on your type of business, but also your stage of business. When you're just getting started out, you really need a lot of connections. You need a lot of resources and relationships to help you. But later on down the line, if you want to scale, you might be looking for something a little bit more specific. Like, does anyone know someone that has opened up a brick and mortar store? I really am interested in doing that and I need that specific help. But when you're starting out, you're really just needing any type of help. You're needing graphic designers, you're needing marketers, you're needing writers, uh, accountants, bookkeepers, you need the whole gamut. And so it kind of depends on your stage of business as well as your industry in terms of what your needs are going to be. Gotcha. Makes perfect sense. Okay. So that's the connected role. Now, the next role you talk about is the creative role. Tell me more about that one. Well, this is usually the role that I play. I'll tell you, Amy, I have a hundred ideas a minute and they are all (laughs) brilliant, by the way. I think they're brilliant anyway. And so I am the creative person. So in most of my relationships with people, this is the role that I play. This is the person that they have a lot of ideas. They think outside the box. They just can't help themselves, but thinking of a different, weird, interesting, innovative way to do something. And the creative person is so critical to your business because they are going to help you break through barriers that would normally hold you back. And they'll also help you stand out among all the competition. And you talk about this on social media, but this person can help you do really creative things in your marketing so that you actually get noticed. Okay. So a lot of my listeners right now are saying, well, that's me. I'm the creative person. And so if they feel that they are that creative role, should they also still seek it out from somebody else? That's a great point. You know, creativity is something that is definitely contagious and there's an energy that's created when you have people together, bouncing ideas off each other, having brainstorming sessions. So it can definitely help you. But I will tell you, when you're starting out in business, the best use of your time is going to be to stay in your strengths. And so if you know that you are strong in creative aspects, whether that's marketing or graphic design or just idea generation, then you can fill those needs, but then you find help and outsource and automate and delegate all these other areas that you're not as good at. So for example, I have a lot of people to help me with the detail side of things, but I kind of fill the creative role in my life. And that's not to say I don't bounce ideas off people. I certainly do, but the need is not as great there because I have that natural strength. Gotcha. And I think for me, one thing I've noticed about connecting with someone in the creative roles, I've got to feel really comfortable with them. And this is just for me, but I think some people can relate. My creative role would be one of my good girlfriends that also helps with the podcast. Her name's Gina. And I work with Gina when I work with Tony Robbins. So we have this kind of shorthand conversation that we can do with each other. And she knows my brand well. She knows me. And she always has great ideas. And I'm not the idea person, actually. I don't have tons of ideas that come to me at once. But it's nice that she knows my business well. She knows me. And I feel comfortable coming to her like, I'm stuck here. Or what about this? So I feel like having a good relationship with that person in the creative role can help you kind of come out of your shell if you need to. It's a very good point. You also want to make sure that that creative person knows you. So you brought up a very good point. You may have a creative person, but if they don't know you or your business or your brand, their ideas may suck. Their ideas may not be in line with what you're trying to accomplish at all. And so you want to have someone that has a a level of trust with you where their ideas are going to help you reach your goal. So that's a very good point. Yeah. Okay, good. So we're on the same page there. Okay. So the next role you talk about is the cautious role. I think I'm going to like this one. Tell us more about that. (laughs) This is the how person. So in, in every marriage, I've heard this said, in every marriage, there's a wow person and a how person. 
The wow person is me. This is the person that comes <laughs> home every single day and they go, wow, I have a new idea and it's going to be so amazing. And the how person is going to say, well, how are we going to execute it? Well, where will we get the money? Well, what are we going to do? Well, what are the details? What are the facts? What are the figures? What are the spreadsheets? So my husband is it. this person in our, in our marriage. And what's so great about the how person or the cautious person is this person actually helps you follow through. Because Amy, if it was up to me, I would have 100 ideas a minute and not execute on any of them. And it's not on purpose, but I just get so excited about the idea and that I lose interest. And so the cautious person helps you poke holes in your idea, even though they're very painful holes, by the way. Yes. They poke holes in your idea, but they help you think things through. They help you make your idea better. They craft it. They think of things that you might not have thought of. They cover bases and cover details you probably didn't plan for. And bottom line, they help you avoid mistakes because I can get so excited about my idea and get tunnel vision that I tend to kind of glaze over and not see the mistakes that that could bring up. And so this cautious person will help you avoid those mistakes. Okay. Makes sense. I'm seeing Christy, how different you and I are, which I love because I'm always connected with people that are totally different than me and bring something different to the table. So it must be why I love you so much because (laughs) I am definitely the cautious role. This is me. Anybody that comes to me with their big ideas and this is great. And that is great. I always go to, okay, so how are we going to do this? Which then really translate into my programs because so much of what I teach is how to do it. But I also see the value in these different roles in my life because one thing that can really put a lid on my creativity is when you get into the how too much, it's hard to think of new ideas because you're so in the weeds with things. And I remember, I must have Tony on the mind today because he keeps coming to mind with these different things. I remember when he'd have a big idea and he'd share it. I'd be quick to say, well, wait a second. If we do this, then how are we going to do that or this or that? And he'd always say, stay in the idea right now. Don't get into the weeds just yet because it could totally cut us off in terms of thinking of some amazing things that we can do. So I see how all of these roles are really important. One is not more important than the other, but they definitely have to work together. Well, and there's a good rule of thumb. I heard from a friend one time that, and this is the marriage example of the wow person and how person, but it's the equivalent of the creative person and the cautious person. And the rule of thumb is this, if you're in a marriage with someone that is opposite than you, because most time opposites attract, like you said, yeah. is the rule of thumb is this. When the wow person comes home with an idea, the how person is not allowed to ask any how questions <laughs> For 24 hours. That is so smart. So good. It just squashes everything. Yes. It feels like, well, to the wow person like me, it feels like you're raining on the parade, right? It's like, well, I haven't thought through any of that. Let me just be excited right now. But here's the catch. After 24 hours, if the wow person is still talking about that same wow idea, which likely they are not, they have moved on to 17 more (laughs) ideas, but if they are then the how person can start to ask how questions for actual follow through and execution. But most likely the wow person has moved on to something new by then. Okay. That is a great little lesson. I like that (laughs) tip for sure. So that reminds me, let's say this cautious role is not your spouse and we're talking business stuff. So who are you looking for? Like what qualities are you looking for in a cautious role and how close to your business do they need to be? Do they need to be inside your business? No, I think what you really need are, these are all going to be roles that are just in your life. And so they consult with you or they're a friend, they're an acquaintance. There's someone that you can bounce ideas off of and have them speak into your business. Obviously, like you said, 
It needs to be someone that you trust because if you don't trust them, it doesn't matter what their skill set is if you don't trust their ideas or what they're going to contribute. But really, the cautious person is going to be someone that is very good at details. They're good at follow through. They're good at execution. They're naturally going to analyze things and look at it from a lot of different angles. And that's just, you know, depending on your personality style, whether you've taken a DISC assessment or Myers-Briggs, most people that are detail-oriented serve certain types of roles. They might be an accountant or a bookkeeper, that type of thing. And so you just want someone that that's their natural wiring. They can't help but be detail-oriented because that's how they were created to be. And so those are the people that are going to be really good at playing that cautious role your life. Perfect. Okay. Fantastic. So moving on to the fourth role is the cheerleader role. And this one sounds extra good. So I like this one. So tell me more. Okay. So the cheerleader role is that person that literally they just cheer you on all the time. And Amy, you and I talked backstage at the business boutique sometime and and it's very vulnerable, as you know, walking on stage, you know, you're putting yourself out there, you're in the spotlight. It feels so vulnerable. You're opening yourself up to rejection and it's a really scary thing. That's the number one fear for most people is public speaking. And so this is a true story. At all of my speaking events, I have a person that their job when I walk off stage is to look at me and go, you did great. Stop you it. Did, you did really Okay, good. I need that. <laughs> you do because <laughs> we all need a cheerleader in our life. The truth is a lot of the things that we're doing in business are risky and scary and vulnerable. And when you create a product or a service and you put it out there for the world to analyze or reject, it feels very risky and vulnerable and scary. And so you need that person to cheer you on, to keep you confident, to keep you going, I have a friend like this in my life and her name is Ashley and she is just a natural encourager. Everything I do, everything anyone in her life does, she is quick to give them words of encouragement. She's quick to cheer them on and champion them. And like the like all of these roles, it's just how she's wired. You don't have to ask her to cheer people on. That's what she naturally wants to do because that's who she is. And so I just, I appreciate people like this in my life so much because, and I know you know this from social media, but there are people that will be quick to tear you down. They'll be quick to criticize you or reject your idea. And so, man, having someone in your corner to just pick you up sometimes and remind you, you know what, you're doing a good job. That can be so important in business. So important because it gets a little bit lonely sometimes. And To have someone that you know is always cheering you on, there's nothing better than that. I would definitely give that role to my husband, Hobie. He is my biggest cheerleader all the time. But I'm thinking about these roles as you go through them and definitely my team members. I think because they know my personality, I'm a natural worrier and I'm hard on myself. So I think my team, I've chosen wisely because they step up to the plate and they know when they need to be that cheerleader. I can think of everyone on my team and how they've played that role. So I feel like you know if these people are in your life because they come to mind right away as you go through these roles. And if someone doesn't come to mind, let me ask you about that. Now that we've gone through the four roles, roles, if someone doesn't have the cautious role or the creative role or cheerleader or the connected role, where do they find these people? What do they need to do to make sure that they are surrounded by the right people to help build their business and just support them along the way? You know, I think you brought up a great point earlier, which I hadn't really previously thought about, but I think the the key to all of this working for you and working for your business is that it's someone that you trust. So I would definitely start there. Start in your inner circle. And maybe if it's not, you know, immediate family and best friends, then it's acquaintances or someone you know from church or, you know, know from work or, or somewhere in your community. But I would definitely start in your circle because the trust element, even if it's just a referral from a friend of, hey, I, you know, I've got someone that's just so 
great at this. They're so creative. You know, maybe you have a connected person that knows a creative person, Mm -hmm. but starting with your inner circle is going to be so important because even if you were just to somehow seek out or find someone that's naturally gifted in any of these areas, if the trust isn't there, it doesn't really matter what their skill set is. And so probably, I would guess and hope that you probably already have these relationships in your life. You just need to look at them through a new lens. I never thought of Ashley as the cheerleader until I wrote a blog about having these four relationships in your life. And then I thought, oh man, Ashley is so that for me. But it takes just looking at it through that lens to realize you may already have them. Now, one thing, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I bet you'd have some words of wisdom here. And as you go through these four roles, I'm thinking some people listening right now might have somebody in their life that's actually a detriment to their moving forward in their business, their success, or getting something off the ground. And I feel like watching you at Business Boutique and hearing your personal stories, I feel like you've probably had some experiences with setting different boundaries or making sure you had the right people in your life and actually maybe did something to get the people that were in your life that weren't right to kind of move on and go their own way and not be so close to you and kind of get in the way of your success. So what I'm trying to say is, do you have any words of wisdom for somebody that might have someone in their life that's not the right role? Absolutely. Well, it depends on what that relationship is because it's family. You can't get rid of them. I hear you. That's a little different story. (laughs) They're all right there. But the truth is you can stay in relationship with people. And then in your mind, you know exactly how close you allow them to be. And what I mean by that is like, I have, I have people in my life that I know I can speak to them 100% unfiltered because there is 100% of trust. Then there might be another relationship that they're a friend or an acquaintance. And I've got about you know, 30 or 50% trust with them. And so things that I talk to them about are open, but still filtered and still cautious and still protective over how much I let them into my life. And I think what it comes down to, especially in business is you really need to be careful about who you allow to speak into your life. Because if you allow people to speak into your life and you give them a say and a voice and a microphone when they're negative or they tear you down or they make you doubt yourself or they make you worry, then you're sabotaging not only your own personal success and ability, but also the business's potential. And so I would be very, very cautious about who you allow to speak into you. Now, I'm not saying you need to surround yourself with yes people that right. only cheerlead you and don't tell you, you know, what problems are coming down the road. But if you have someone that their constant go-to is negativity or why something won't work or why you should worry about this, then they can say it all you want, but in your mind, you're not letting it go past that gate of something you take as credible, as a credible source or something you're going to actually consider and listen to. And so I think you just are really careful about who you allow to speak into your life and into your business, depending on who that person is and the level of trust you have with them. Such great words of wisdom. Totally behind you on that one for sure. I absolutely love this topic. I've never really explored these different roles. I can see how all of them are incredibly important. So thank you so much for sharing these roles with us. And before we wrap up, I want you to tell everybody about the business boutique, who it's for, what it's about. I talked about it in the beginning, but I think it's best to hear it from you. You are definitely front and center on that stage and offering so much incredible value, but you have these incredible speakers as well. So we're going to be in Nashville together. So tell everyone about that event. Yes, absolutely. So this is a two-day event for women that are interested in starting, running, or growing a business. And so what's so cool, Amy, is we have seen this event fill up with women that are just the dreamers. You see people that they want to do something, but they don't know what. 
all the way through people that have an idea and they're trying to get it off the ground. And then you have the builders that they have a successful business and it's running, but they want to take it to the next level. They want extra improvement. They want to reach their goals or overcome certain challenges. And so it's just amazing to see how this message and this lineup of speakers that we've created, which has been so intentional, covers every aspect of business that they need to know to get their idea all the way through growing and scaling their business. And I'll tell you, one of the most common questions I get in my coaching sessions is around social media. And so you add so much value, Amy. Like we love having you on that stage and the women love you because it's just such a pivotal part of making their business successful. And so we love having you there. We also, of course, have Dave Ramsey, as well as his daughter, Rachel Cruz, speaking on money. We have Donald Miller. We have Crystal Payne, the money-saving mom. We have an incredible lineup of speakers to cover all these aspects of business so that the women walk out at the end of two days and they have not only the tools and answers that they need to go win in business, but man, they are fired up and ready to do so. It's so true. I love how tactical it is because you have people talking about the bookkeeping aspect of things and balancing everything and getting your business in order in terms of, do you have a physical product or an online product? I mean, you really get into the nitty gritty of things. And I think that's why I loved it so much. Plus there's this whole layer of just inspiration. Like you get fired up, like you said. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. I can't wait to do it again. It's going to be an awesome event. I'm definitely going to link to it in the show notes. So I'll let everybody know where they can find it. But Christy, thank you so very much for being being here. I cannot wait to see you in Nashville. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Christy as much as I have. And I hope you do what I suggested at the very beginning. I want you to think about these four roles, the connected role, the creative role, the cautious role, and the cheerleader role. And I want you to look at your inner circle. Do you have these people in place to support you? If you don't, that means that you got to get out there, maybe in the real world, real networking or online and start connecting with people at a different level than you are now in order to find those people that will really help you in your business. So you don't feel like it's always all on you and that you're alone. You can definitely find the support you need. You might just need to work at it a little bit to make sure you have the right people in the right places. So thank you so very much for tuning in. I can't wait to connect with you again next week. And remember, if you are interested in the business boutique, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 124. So amyporterfield.com forward slash 124, and you can get all the details about the business boutique. I hope to see you there in Nashville if you feel like that's a good fit for you. And if not, I'm going to see you again next week on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 